Noise department. You have to be exquisitely good at your job to brew the most mediocre beer on earth. <laughs> that, and again, that's any of those super mega huge brands. You know, just thousands of gallons of this stuff all the time. Uh, you have to be so good at your job to produce something that I would really don't want to drink. It's ironic. This is Thirst Trap, a beverage industry podcast. And I'm your host, Tracy Bradley. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you all had safe and happy holidays. I'm very excited for our first guest of the year. He's my friend, Matt Brady. He's the owner and co-founder of Astronomy Aleworks here in Las Vegas. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Good. Tell me about how you decided to get your own brewery. Uh, like beer, had time and friends with money. So uh, I had some money and my dad chipped in and uh, my cousins who run a company out in uh, Chicago and New York, they run a web development company and uh, sounded like a fun thing to do. I met you for the first time in 2018 at in the spring uh, downtown beer festival. I remember that it. big canned ham white tent thing that they had us in. Yep. Yeah. And I was pouring next to you and I was so excited. Yeah, and that was at cool. the time I couldn't really drink beer. So I had to <laughs> just like sip it and spit it because I couldn't have any carbonation at that time. But yeah, um, I was just thoroughly impressed and we've stayed in touch through the years and you just have some really exceptional beers there, Matt. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was very a good well. time. I remember that fast yeah. very well. That was uh, one of our first professional events. Yeah. So I didn't even know that you were a thing. And um, well, technically we weren't. <laughs> right. You weren't at that time. And then I was I was excited because, uh, you know, at the time I was working for Johnson Brothers. So I was always trying to get yeah. beers, like especially local breweries in under our umbrella. That didn't work out, but that's okay. Because yeah, you and I stay friends. Yeah, Johnson Brothers uh, had the chance to sign us for distribution. Um, I was working with Scott Seals at the time a bit. Yes. And uh, he came out and uh, whoever his boss said, maybe in the new year. Mm -hmm. And then I started working with an old friend of mine, Russell Gardner, uh, who eventually became an employee of mine. And now he owns and operates uh, Red Dwarf and Fat Cat. Yes. Uh, he's extremely successful with those. Um, but he was working for Nevada Beverage. Yes. They uh, signed me and I've been with them ever since. Very happy with that uh, business relationship. Russell no longer is there, but you know. Yeah, Russell's doing his own thing. But yep. Russell has been mentioned numerous times on this podcast because he's a friend. Yep. And we'll have him on here eventually when he's done opening up new bars, right? I guess. And has some time to slow down a bit and have a conversation with me with a microphone. Yeah, no, he's a great dude. Yeah, Old friend of mine. Awesome. So tell us about your, the brewing style and things. What separates astronomy from everybody else? Oh, I don't know if there is a hell of a lot that actually separates us from everyone else. Cause there just really isn't, aren't that many breweries in uh, Southern Nevada. Um, we're just a small brewery, Southern Nevada. We're in the same building as another brewery craft house and right across the way from a uh, third brewery, bad beat. Uh, they opened up in the booze district, uh, about nine years ago and we've been open for a little over five. Um, we just make beer. Um, we don't have a house style. We don't have a particular way of doing things that's uh, different than anybody else, but we make damn fine product. Yes, you do. And uh, we like drinking and we like going out to uh, the places that uh, support us. And we like supporting uh, people who support us. But uh, no, I mean, the state of beer in Vegas right now, there just aren't that many breweries. 
Uh, we've had more breweries close in the last few years than open. So I see, yeah, I saw that there's a couple downtown that closed already. Yeah. Everybody's facing a rent issue. Um, uh, see, uh, banger closed because of their rent. Um, uh, Gordon beers closed because of their rent. Um, and I think we're going to find more of that, uh, just coming along. Property values are going up, not down. And I just don't see that changing anytime soon. Meanwhile, we, uh, are facing increased costs um, and have been ever since 2021. It was a few percent a year up until this year where it was uh, a little over 60% for us. It's tough. I mean, uh, so support your local breweries. I mean, a lot of people I talk to will say, oh man, we love your stuff. Do you guys still make whatever beers? Like, no, we haven't made that beer in four years. Oh, I should get out there. <laughs> and yeah, you should get out there um, because we really need your support right now. Everybody does. Uh, Tanea Creek just sold and they've got a fantastic new owner with uh, Chris Jacobs. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody, uh, everybody needs your support right now. So uh, you, you and Chris had some kind of a competition going last week? Oh, not really. It was just a joke. Uh, we bet the breweries on the Seahawks-Eagles game. He's an Eagles fan. I'm a Seahawks fan. So we made a video where we bet the brewery. We haven't done the revenge uh, yet because, uh, um, yeah, I was kind of a little out of it the past couple of days. Um, and he was pretty busy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't actually bet the breweries on a football game. That would be stupid. But uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a fun thing. We I did that earlier this year with uh, uh, Nathan Hall, good friend of mine. He's the owner of Bad Beat. Mm -hmm. And I was just at where was I? I was at the Circus Sports Book bar, uh, pool with some friends of mine, people, uh, somebody I do some work with. And uh, the Seahawks were playing the Cowboys preseason. I said, hey, pink slips on the breweries. And like, yeah. And so the joke was that now I own Bad Beat as well. So technically I own three breweries. <laughs> But no, it wasn't a real deal. So now we got we we we're gonna make the video about how uh, um, the bet was null and void for some reason or another. We're not sure what we're gonna do. There's yet. a loophole. Yeah, there was a loophole. Yeah, we're not sure what that loophole was, but uh, there, there's going to have been a loophole. Well, that video was epic. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, our mutual friend Tony got to be in it. Tony has been on this podcast. He's yes, an employee he of mine. Uh, he's he works for me on Sundays. Come out and see him and watch football with him. A Detroit Lions fan. Good he dude. Would love that. Yeah. He'd he, love for yeah. people to oh, come yeah. and watch he football would. with him. He's, he's a Sunday. great guy to watch football with. I met him at Tanea Creek. Yeah. It's seven, eight years ago, just mm -hmm. drinking next to him. And, and now we're friends and he works for me. It's funny. Tanea Creek is how I met Tony. Yeah. It's a great joint. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that uh, they found their way through and that uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, bought them out and he's going to be a fantastic uh, owner for them. Beer Zombies is a huge deal around the country, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, now learning just how big of a deal they are. Um, I didn't know much about them before. I didn't know that um, they also own Skinny Fats. No, like, they don't. Oh, they don't. They don't own Skinny Fats. They work oh. with Skinny Fats. They don't own. Oh, okay. I saw a tap room like off of Dean Martin, I believe. Yeah, that's in a Skinny Fats as well as the one on Warm Springs. And the one in Salt Lake is tied to Skinny Fats. They're tied together, but they're not uh, owned by. Oh, like gotcha. That. Okay. Yeah. So you see, you see my confusion there. Oh yeah, no, it's okay. easy to get confused, but a lot of people do. the The rumors around this business are insane. It's right. it, it's pretty funny why people think what happens happens, and it has nothing to do with it. Right. It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah people people don't know how the sausage is made and uh, everything and. 
when they find out they get bored real quick and uh it's it's not glamorous or at many times even interesting like one of the questions i get on podcasts is like what's your favorite style of beer to brew and like it's all the same it doesn't taste the same but it's the process there there is no more oh the ipas are so much more fun to brew than stouts because you do now you do the same thing it's the the fun part is in tasting beers and drinking beers with friends and coming up with what you want to brew then brewing it and going wow that was good but yeah it's a lot a lot of the stuff it's just you know you do the same things no matter what the beer is more or less grain more fewer hops different ingredients but all the processes when you cook it's completely different making Mm -hmm. soup is different than making a roast totally different not so with beer right it's all the same (laughs) so a question that i ask all of my guests sure what was your gateway beer uh first beer i ever had was a coors light that was in uh uh georgetown university with a friend i didn't drink because uh, i have a family with a history of alcoholism Mm -hmm. so i listened to what they told me in high school and was convinced i would become a alcoholic after my first drink and i wasn't and then i was like I didn't trust anything else they told me in high school. Why the hell did I trust that? Uh, otherwise, into craft beer, there wasn't really a gateway. Um, I grew up in the Northwest, which was one of the few uh, locations where that was a big deal, like Seattle, uh, San Diego, Denver, a couple places in the Northeast and stuff, real hotbeds of craft beer very early on. So this is like uh, late 90s, early 2000s. So there wasn't a uh, with my mind, there wasn't a separation between the two, between okay. craft beer and, and macro brew. It, it really was. So I, I didn't have a gateway or anything. It wasn't like I was like, wow, Bud's OK. Oh, this beer is so much better or anything like that. No, I just drank it all. Um, I, you know, so I drank a lot of the local brands up there. It was Red Hook. Uh, Red Hook's still a brand. Um, they uh, closed the facility that was by my house, though, um, up in Woodenville, Washington pyramid um both those brands have been sold and i think resold again like pyramid i think sold to budweiser and then somebody bought them out of budweiser um those things didn't mean anything to me though when they were happening that matters a lot to me now um and it kind of sucks because you know like there's a lot of people who just want to drink beer and they don't really know why we care where the money goes because they don't care where the money goes and it's kind of legit in a way. I mean, that's a lot of things, you know, you, if you really investigate where the money goes, like, let's say you want to ship a package with a company, you find out what the CEO's political beliefs are. You disagree. What are you not shipping a box anymore? So with beer, it's like, oh, well, Anheuser-Busch owns this beer and they do mean things to puppies or then, but they give money to these guys. So, you know, are you really going to be that political about it? I am. I absolutely am with my beer. I don't, I don't drink a uh, Coors products. I don't drink Miller products very often, but you know, I, <laughs> if, if, if I didn't know anything, I don't think I w- it would really bother me that much. So I can't really hold other people to that kind of standard of craft beer versus uh, macro brew, especially since they've done such a horrible, good job of disguising it by buying up all those brands. So, I mean, you know, I know I, I know a lot of people tell me, oh, Goose Island is so much worse since they got bought out. No, it's not. It's the same. It's still good. It's still good beer made by a lot of the same people. It tastes the same. And uh, yeah, that's unfortunate for us because, you know, it makes our jobs harder. It makes us harder to exist. But good beer is still good beer. 
Well, me as a consumer, this is what I'm noticing, right? Like, yeah, they could be brewed by the same people and this, that, and the other, but I just feel as, as a connoisseur, if you will, that I really appreciate a smaller owned brewery because it's made with love, Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. and then I, and I it's not mass produced and, and all of these things. And I mean, in the beverage industry, we get that a lot with wineries, you know, uh, when small wineries are, are, that mm-hmm. are amazing and awesome and they get bought out by a big conglomerate and then it's, you know, it becomes the next big thing and it's mass produced. It, yeah. Then people stop paying attention to detail. Yeah, that can happen. Um, you know, but I, for instance, like a lot of people, you know, knock. And again, I keep saying Budweiser. I don't have any issue with Budweiser necessarily, but I mean, and yeah, but. Well, you, uh, you are distributed by Nevada Beverage. We're just better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not trashing Budweiser. Believe me, I'm not biting the hand that feeds. But uh, they, uh, you know, for instance, there aren't. For all the good beers you have in this city, like all the good beers, and he drinks this, this is great. There are maybe two or three brewers qualified to brew for Budweiser, you know, because, you know, some of the best brewers I know, they don't have the resume to go into that. So you have to be exquisitely good at your job to brew the most mediocre beer on earth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and again, that's Coors Light, that's Miller Light, any of those super mega huge brands, uh, you know, uh, outside of this country, Asahi, same difference, you know, anything when you're doing like, you know, just thousands of gallons of this stuff all the time. Uh, you have to be so good at your job to produce something that I would really don't want to drink. It's ironic. I agree. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's. And, you know, and there's, there are the sweet spots in there too. I, I, I was lucky enough to go up to uh, Salt Lake city, um, uh, a couple months ago. And, uh, one of my former brewers, uh, brews up at squatters Wasatch and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure squatters Wasatch and Salt Lake on its own produces more beer than all of Las Vegas put together. I wouldn't doubt that I've been in that facility. Yeah, it's huge. I'm friends with the guys in the brewery there. Um, Fun times. Yeah, it's I great. I sold that brand for a lot of years. Yeah, and it's crazy. So, I mean, even as you get bigger, there is still a lot of attention to detail. You're right. You know, it's you can it can get lost, but fortunately on the craft end, it doesn't. And uh, they do a great job. But yeah, that's that's insane. They don't. It's Utah. I was born there. They don't even like alcohol. The hell, <laughs> they outproduce us. Yeah, most people in Utah don't even like alcohol, but the people at Wasatch Squatters do. Oh yeah, absolutely, they do. Yeah, just great people there. They're like family. Yeah, no, they're, uh, yeah, and again, P. Wong, uh, Patrick Wong, mm-hmm. uh, he's a great dude. Um, he didn't want to leave Las Vegas. Well, actually, he very much wanted to leave Las Vegas, but didn't want to leave like any of his friends or the companies down here. And uh, he had to go up there for uh, various reasons with his family and stuff. But yeah, but that's always cool. It's, it's, it's good to have good people around the country that you know. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to add today? Not really, other than just if you're local in Las Vegas, drink more local beer, uh, please. Even if it's not mine, I don't care if it's not mine. Drink local beer. Not a lot of people are drinking local beer. It's it's a shame. Um, I've been to various other beer markets in the country, and uh, everybody has a lot of local pride. And in Vegas, we just don't. Part of that's, I think, because of the transient nature of the city. 
Uh, not a lot of born and raised people here. I'm not born and raised. I've lived here 20 years, but uh, that's less than half my life. And uh, a lot of people are nostalgic for the things they had when they grew up and they didn't grow up here. So it's like, oh man, you know, I'm from Utah and, you know, we had a good beer there. I'm from Colorado and that's where all the, you know, good breweries are. And I'm from Washington and that's, that's where all the hops come from. So everybody's looking for something that doesn't come from here. And uh, I think Vegas is doing a fantastic job with beer. Um, You've got amazing brewers like uh, David Pasquale up at uh, Big Docs. I mean, that guy's got more hardware than uh, Ace. I mean, holy crap. He's got so many uh, uh, medals, especially for brewing Belgian ales. We enter, we enter Belgian ales just so I can hopefully get one just to be like Dave, you know? Uh, But it's going to take a lot of local support. Um, I think beer zombies uh, buying Tanea Creek might help that because they're going to bring a lot of people into the fold, which is really cool because they they're a lot of their clientele are uh, people mostly from Los Angeles. And um, that's why I love doing their beer fest every year. You get a lot of people who come in from out of town willing to try all sorts of new stuff. It's great. So just drink local, whatever you do, drink local. I don't care if it's astronomy or not drink local. But if you are here in Vegas, I'm not telling you, you not to, to try drink my some beer. exceptional <laughs> beers. Please, please try Astronomy Ale Works. Yeah, definitely drink my beer. But you your know, beer is amazing. If you, if you if I met you somewhere and I piss you off because I was drunk or said something crazy, that's fine. Don't drink my beer; it's cool. But drink local, for God's sake, drink local. Yeah, I make a point to do that whenever I travel um, anywhere. I look up a local brewery yep. and a local distillery. Oh, hopefully, nice. hopefully they have. Each of those, typically most places I go have a local brewery. Distilleries yep. are a little harder to come by, but um, I've been very fortunate. Yeah, not a lot of local here. Um, Las Vegas uh, Distillery is about to open up again. Okay. In fact, uh, I had one of my employees, uh, Paige, she's, a, uh, she's our brewer's assistant. She also works up at North 5th, and she's been a local bartender here for a long time. If anybody remembers Three Sheets, uh, she was there for a long time. Great, great person. And it looks like she's taking a uh, position over at uh, uh, the distillery too. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, she was. I knew she was interviewing with him because uh, they interviewed him when I was over at Five Nine Five. Coincidentally, go to Five Nine Five too. Great place. But uh, she just took a video from there this morning of their forklift. So, oh, she took the job. Awesome. Yeah, she's still working for me. But you know. Well, you know what? It, that's okay. I mean, I know a lot of people that have more than one hustle. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? If that's what it takes to keep you happy, busy, or just financially stable, whatever the reason, there's no shame in that. Oh, no, of course not. No, absolutely. I mean, everybody has two or three jobs. You know, I, kidding me? Yeah, I've got a few hustles myself. Yeah, so. no kidding. Well, thanks for stopping by, Matt. Well, thanks for having me. That was a great conversation. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you next time. All right. All right, thanks. Thank you. I'm Tracy Bradley, and that's the Thirst Trap Podcast. Produced and edited by Gonzo Greg Spillane for Noise Department. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jose Torres. Please like and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share with your friends and associates in the beverage industry or anybody who drinks things. You can always visit and contact me at thirsttrappodcast.com and you can find links to all the socials there as well. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.